Uh, as we turn to God's word today, allow me to just give us uh, greetings from uh, Reverend Kasim, our lead pastor here. Uh, we, he sends his greetings to us uh, via the YouTube platform, but also sends his greetings personally. Uh, he could have been here with us, but he's engaged elsewhere. We also receive greetings from uh, Rev. Irene, uh, who is ministering today in uh, our assembly in Kitengela. Do you receive the greetings from her? Yes, thank you, thank you, Pastor. Tume, 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 pokea. Salamu zenyu. Now, let's turn to God's word uh, for today. From the gospel, rather from the epistle of the second Corinthians, Paul's letter to, Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, second Corinthians, uh, chapter 8, from verse 1 to 15. Second Corinthians, chapter 8, from verse 1 to 15. Uh, I, I trust that we are all there. And let me just commence reading. And I'm reading from the NIV version. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given me. Sorry, about the grace God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability, Entire, entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. And they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord, and then by the will of God also to us. Verse 6, so we, urge, so we urged Titus, just as he had earlier made Sorry, just as, he had, just as he had earlier made a beginning to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness and in love, and, sorry, and, in, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Verse 8. I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that, th that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that, you, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year, last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now, finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it, according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard-pressed, but that there might be equality. Verse, verse, sorry, verse 14. At the present time, your, your plenty will supply what you need, so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is equality. Lastly, verse 15. As it is written, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered too little did not have too little. And that is God's reading for the day. Allow me to invite uh, our preacher for today, our very own Emmanuel Okonda. Um, let's believe and pray as he brings God's word to us. 
Our Lord and Savior, we thank you. The privilege at this juncture to just sit at your feet and glean from your word. That we may receive it as the oracles of God, the very mouthpiece of God, through Emmanuel, as he declares your word to us. We pray that you'd use him, O Lord, in excess of himself, that he would be in your hands what this microphone is in mine, an instrument to reverberate the very heart of God to your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, um, Pastor Koti. Thank you so much. Let's uh, applause our pastor as he takes his seat. Yeah, let's do it again because one of us did not do it. So let's do it again. Up to now, one person has not applauded our pastor. So let's do it the last time. Okay. Praise the Lord. Buona Yesu asifiwe. And for those of us who are watching at home, hallelujah. God bless you even as you tune in today for uh, this service. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who are here. And again, in the words of Pastor Koti, please look at, uh, uh, okay, look around and just we have to, <laughs> the mothers you see around, just uh, discern and look around. Discernment is a gift, so let's see those who have and those who don't have. Yeah, discern and wave and smile at mothers. But let me take this opportunity to wish my mother a happy Mother's Day. She's in western part of Kenya. Yeah, she's doing very well. She's not watching, so she has no internet. <laughs> but in absentia, let me wish her a happy Mother's Day. And again, my mom-in-law, who is unwell here in Rongai, I also want to wish her a happy Mother's Day. Mary and I love her so much. And again, to my wife, I know you are watching. You're a good mother to my son, JJ. Happy Mother's Day to you. That gives me an opportunity to enjoy lunch today after doing it publicly. I'm an So if you want to enjoy your lunch today, borrow me a microphone and wish your wife, uh, the mother of your children, Happy Mother's Day. Good. It's long since I was here. Yeah, we've been home. Uh, and then Uhuru uh, allowed us to also embark to church. And here we are, and we thank God. For those who are tuning in for the first time, this is Emmanuel Oconda. I'm born again. Christ is Lord. Uh, I gave my life to Jesus in 2005 um, at 6 p.m. at a school called Esalva High School. I know most of us went to a group of schools, but me, I went to school in a group of people. <laughs> yeah, Esalva High School at that 29th of April. Not that I was a thief, not that I was a... Uh, a bad guy, not that I used to do bad things or um, uh, meet people at gunpoint. No, 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 no. I was a good guy. In fact, I used to go to Sunday school. Uh, I used to sing a song, Galilaya, Yesu Walitembea, Juya Maji, Nanapiga Mtungi, Nando. That was me. Uh, but just I didn't have a relationship with Christ. And so one lady called Evelyn Omufuoko, uh, I remember her name. One day I went to the CU in the evening. I was a joker. I was making jokes around, making people laugh. And so I went around to the CU and they thought I'm going to make them laugh. More so when she asked for someone to come and give their life to Christ, I walked in front and the whole church laughed. But that was my evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That was my day and I gave my life to Christ. So I'm so happy. And thank you, Pastor Koti, for even laying a background through your prayer. 
on the topic we are to handle today in the next few minutes, um, giving amidst trials. And I term it sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving. We will compare the story in Macedonia and also relate to what Paul is trying to urge the Corinthians at present and now bring it to us as a church, Nairobi Baptist Church on Gatarongai. One of the privileges I have this morning to share this gospel is we are a midst giving of all kinds. If you listened very well to Tunamuitaji, Mwenyanatua Matangazo, his name just slipped my head. Oh, yes, that, is it a doctor or is it just Simani? Mzae. <laughs> yeah, if Mzae, Dr. Mzae, let's just use it. He said, church is receiving donations, either in food, in clothing, and in cash. And this is dedicated to those ministers who have nothing to put on the table or to wear. Praise the Lord. It's a season that, yes, in this COVID-19 times, uh, many people lost their jobs, many people have nothing. Actually, um, in the words of Reverend Irene, sometimes back when we were sharing, she even mentioned, even not last time, last, I think last week we talked on phone, and she was even sharing of uh, somebody who is not well. He, he was good. He was really, really good with cash. But due to COVID-19, now he's on the other side of life. He's now seeking for people to be a blessing to his life. And most of us here, most of us here, and personally myself, I am a product of the grace of giving. Because as you know, I was raised up by Compassion International uh, in a church in Western province which takes people, or not people, children who are poor. That is the fact. Actually, the criteria for take, you being enrolled. And if you are here, because I work for them, this is the criteria. So that if you, when you come and tell me you have this person, this daughter, or this girl, this is the criteria. One is needy of the neediest. Imagine. Any back of all criteria, Benja. Needy of the neediest. <laughs> Two, you are either an orphan or half orphan. Three, where when you maskini, 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 like you have nothing. That's when you qualify to be helped by that organization. And my wife and I were able to be taken in at age six and age seven, separate in different places of Kenya. And that's why I have so much joy in my heart to share Second uh, Corinthians chapter 8 with us, just about sacrificial giving. Going beyond, going beyond uh, what you have, like the Macedonians need. So I will do a, a recap of what Pastor had shared last uh, weekend for those of us who are not here. And so I will just begin from verse 1 to verse 7, just a small recap, and then we can go and dwell on verse 9 to verse 15. And here, in verse 1 to verse 7, or entire chapter 1, uh, chapter 8, verse 1 to 15, highlights three major principles or three major themes that concerns Christians as of today. And one is the grace of giving, and two, the grace of our Lord Jesus, that as we begin from verse 9, when the Bible says he, came, he, he became poor so that we may be rich, and then three, Paul is giving some advice on what the Corinthians should do after applauding them for what they are good at. Remember he said, you are good in knowledge, you are good in, in this and this. Now he is giving them an additional uh, component that can be good and complete them as Christians. So let me recap verse 1 to verse 7 about the grace of giving. Now the Bible doesn't look at giving as a burden or even much as an obligation, but rather 
the Bible looks at giving as an opportunity. I remember when we began unpacking, seizing the moment, Pastor Irene talked of be, having, a, no, getting an, an opportunity even to serve in church. Seizing, that was the word. Seizing every opportunity that comes your way. You seize that opportunity and you become the intercessor. If you someone to go and minister or do enrich, you seize the opportunity. So here, the Bible in verse 1 and verse 7 is portraying giving as an opportunity to extend grace to each other. Praise the Lord. Just the way God extends grace to us. We'll also make a reference to John 3.16. For God so loved the world. He did not just love the world that way. What did he do? He gave his son, his only begotten son. So it doesn't just stopping at James loving Emmanuel. It means James, utanipenda, na ikiwezekana, utanipea thao, nikitoka church. Ili nikule, lunch. You are adding something. Praise the Lord. There's an opportunity, but you are extending it with grace. Just the way the Lord has done uh, here. So here, what do we mean by um, the grace of giving? One, if we talk about extending or increasing in the grace of giving, we are talking about giving sacrificially to the needs of others. Look at verse eight, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their, need, their extreme poverty well up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the Lord's people. And verse 5 says, And they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first to the Lord. That is the second part we shall be looking at. Now, Paul is writing to the Corinthians here. Remember, he's just bringing in the Macedonian culture and trying to remind the Corinthians of what they ought to do. So this is what he says to them. He shares about the example of Macedonian churches and their giving. And what an amazing example it is. That he says, even amidst the trials, the persecutions the Macedonians were undergoing, amidst their state of poverty, Pastor Koti talked of a widow who was collecting sticks and a servant of man, uh, let's assume El uh, Dakakui passes around. by the way. He knows. And then he says, I need water, Jackie, to drink. Jackie No sooner had Jackie brought the water, I need bread. I need bread. And Jackie says, This is the only one I have for me and my for me and my what? My son. Nana insist. She did it. Praise the Lord. Did she give out of the abundance she had? She gave, she gave all she had. When Pastor Koto was mentioning that, I remembered one thing. Just from that lady, I didn't have that as an example. He just gave me this morning. Yani, she decided to give what she had. I compare to that lady when people were giving in the synagogue and Jesus says, singles her out and says she has given, not from the abundance that she had, but she has given all she had for the glory of God. 
friends. Sometimes this art of giving, this art of giving, it is not about the wallet. It is about the heart. Praise the Lord. It is not about how much I have in the wallet. It is about how much my heart is willing to do what? To give. And that's it. God causes us. It's the Lord who causes us to have that heart of giving. And that's why when Pastor was talking last week, he mentioned a point of us giving ourselves to God first. To His grace. After us giving ourselves to the grace of God, He will always deposit a heart of giving into us. Praise the Lord. And that's why that woman was able to be blessed there and after. So one, let us sacrifice. Sacrificing to the needs of others as Paul was urging the, uh, the people of, uh, was giving an example about how the Macedonians were doing. They were extremely poor. They didn't have many things to give. You know, in a way, they would have said, that as you see, we also need people to give unto us. It's very simple. Even the ministers, there are people who, you just find they, they are on the end of receiving. It's good. Actually, God has, God said, amongst you, the poor will always be amongst you. That's what he said. But we are urging that don't just sit on the side of women you pokea. Be also on this other side. That even from the little that God has given you, you also do what? Give out. Because it is by grace of God that we give from the heart. So the Macedonians could have just said, no, we are extremely poor. See, see, we cannot even take part in this giving. But then, even verse 5 highlights, and we have read, and they exceeded our expectations. In fact, verse 4 says, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service of the Lord's people. It is them who pleaded with Paul that can we be a blessing to these people? You look at them and you find this one has nothing to give. I was listening to Pastor Harrison Nganga, um, I think last Sunday, just before our church began. And he was saying when he wanted to buy his first car, there were some, the, the, I think a pastor came to preach and said, uh, we want to buy a, a car for, let's say Pastor Koti here, we want to buy a car for Pastor Koti. Uh, what car do you want, Mchungaji? A Toyota? Oh, oh, a pastor, Sibo. Anyway, a Toyota pastor for Pastor Koti. Now, so we have said, and in the church we are here, and we say, uh, we want to buy a Toyota pastor for um, Chungaji Koti. And you know very well, Emmanuel has no money. But I say, I will give 100,000. So Dr. Joe comes to me and says, Did you hear very well? He wants a pastor and the church is contributing. Kido, kido, kido. Are you sure that you give 100? <laughs> because in the image of Dr. Joe, he knows Emmanuel has no money. But look at the heart. It's willing to give that 100,000 towards buying that car. It's very simple. We have had uh, the Axe Project as a church. I'm using an example. I'm using an example. I don't know how, much of us, how many of us took part into the Axe Project. But it's a simple example. People are in different ends. Some are rich, some are middle class, and some, of course, they depend on others. But even in that scope where you are, how much sacrificial did you become towards the act, the Axe project and that? So that is just the first part, as Pastor had mentioned. The second one, I will not dwell on it, is giving yourself to the Lord first. 
giving yourself to the Lord first. And that's what Paul is saying here, verse 5. And they exceeded the expectation. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and then to the will of God also to us. Before you go to verse, verse 6 of Titus. They gave themselves first to the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that Paul says, and they did not, uh, they did as they did as uh, we did not expect because the Lord had allowed them to give themselves to him. Now, let me quote verse, uh, verse, uh, verse, uh, verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1 of Romans. You, uh, what does it say? Giving as an act of worship. Now, brethren, make sure that you give yourself to the Lord as an act of worship. First, it's you planning, not planning, it's you taking yourself to the Lord and say, here I am, Lord, use me as you would. Now, the moment you give yourself to the Lord, then he begins to give you the grace towards certain things. One of them being giving. Because you are fully dependent on him. Actually, the Lord owns everything. And that's why even in every step, the moment you cry to him, he will always provide someone to come for you. Look at the example of the children of Israel when they were told to go and collect manna and quails. There are those who are disobedient. They went and collect, they were told just take enough for their day. But others took even more than they were required. But at the end of the day, when the sharing was done, everybody got an equal measure for the day. In fact, those who kept others for the night that they will eat tomorrow, they'll spoil that very night. So that the following day they can go for the fresh um, things that uh, they can eat for that day. So when we give ourselves first to the Lord, it means that we will always consider God first and how much His grace is for us before we give. One of the things I learned, I think somewhere in, uh, in, in last year, not last year, some two years ago, when we were doing, uh, I think, the cabros for the, for the pitch, um, in Pichaman, in the parking, whatever, uh, that time we were doing it, is we adopted a culture. Like, I think that's the first time I received a form, I think the church gives it. So form, I pledge. And so, say, fulfill it, and then you, you return. So Mary and I said, okay, let's go and pray first, so that we can think about it. Just that way. Let's pray and ask God, how much do you want us to give to this? Now, there are those people who may take the form itself, and you have no cash to give. Today, even the focus is not the money you give. It is about the heart that is willing to give. And when you find that your heart is willing to give, friends, you will even say, I have no cash to give. But I will come here to cook for those who will be repairing the floor or making the floor for the church. I may not have the money to give. But I give myself, whatever the land we have, and bring for construction. I stayed in Masabit for two years doing ministry. I loved those people. That one time we were building, we were making some buildings. And actually, some parents said, we don't have money to give. But just tell us when, and why, when we should come and give sand. Because there is sand everywhere. So, Pastor God, we ended up not buying even a single ton of sand. Because those who did not have money to give, they came and gave themselves towards that kind of building. And they carried sand and all that. Friends, Let's give ourselves first to the Lord. And then lastly, as uh, just a recap before we finish up with this, learn to excel in the grace of giving. 
It is the word of God. It's a moment for us to learn, to excel in the grace of giving. And it's not easy, by the way. It is not easy to sacrificially give. Or you guys find it easy. It is not easy just to take the little you have and give it. Sometimes we say the same same measure you give, the same same measure you. In the prosperity gospel, they talk of, let's say the Dr. Joe, cumulative givings you've given this year, cumulatively, People compare sometimes that in the normal world. And sometimes you can borrow that, that kind of a thing. From the giving you give, from the heart, the motive, the money, everything. That is what is used to prepare your. Because the motive is now counted in. That's what you give. Let us excel in the grace of giving as much as it is not easy but i know very well paul is telling the corinthians i know you excel in some things what are the things paul is telling the corinthians i know you excel in the in, in speech i know you excel in knowledge earnestness and deep, deep love for my team that is paul's team they excel in that but he's urging them but now can you try to excel in the grace of giving. It is, it is an input that is needed in that thing of giving. Just a little bit. In, actually, giving needs hard work. I'm just imagining. Yes, you must think, you must pray, you must invest for you to give. Even if it is not money, it is just yourself. You must also invest resources your time. Now look here. I know most of us have different areas we excel in. Dr. Joe here excels in playing, uh, is it bass guitar or soprano? Bass guitar. He excels. He does very well. If you've listened to Pastor Cote very well, his choice of words, vocabulary and English, he excels very well. Reverend Irene, from wherever he comes from, she excels in running. You guys have just not tested her. But I know she excels in running. Hallelujah. I also excel I also excel. I don't know if you know the area I excel in. But I try to watch soccer more than I play. <laughs> I excel in that area. And I know Reverend Majin also excels in watching more than playing. And you do very well. But you realize, even in that watching, you need that 90 minutes. Sacrifice. Sit there and watch. For those who run, the marathoners, and for those who watched Eliud Eli Kipchoge, Ineos 159, you could be sure the last mile he put in more effort. He put in more effort for him to be able to win to that price that was there. So in, in short, there must be some kind of hard work put in in this excelling in the grace of giving. Friends, there must be some hard work in it. If I was speaking to a, a lawyer speaking nation, I would say this. In our language, means where shall I don't just sit there and say so. Try your best to do something towards that. And again, as I said before, it is not about the cash in the pocket. It's about the heart that you have. Praise the Lord. 
Praise Jesus. Let's look at verse 8 and 9. Now we have gone to, uh, towards the, the middle of the teaching. I was just recapping before. Verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, I am not commanding you, but I want to, te- to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. Then he uses the example of Jesus Christ. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Now we, have, we are looking at the grace extended to us from the example of Jesus Christ himself. Now, our giving reflects the sincerity of our love. And that's what we see in verse 8. It says this, I'm not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. He was not comp- commanding them to give. He was just giving them an opportunity so that they, he could test their sincerity and their earnestness with the others. And the others here is the Macedonians, where he was coming from. Now, the Macedonian church, they were poor. But because of the love they had for God, they gave sacrificially towards the ministry. Because of the love they had for God. It also plays an important part. How much do you love God? How much did God love the world? That he gave his only begotten son. It's about what? Do you have a best friend? Do you know how much he or she can sacrifice for you when he loves you? That is the same thing. So it's not a matter of Nikona Mingin, Tatoa Ming. It's a matter of this is God. I know where he has taken me from. I know my relationship with him. So I am giving unto him because of the relationship I have with him. Not from the abundance I have in my pocket. Our giving reflects the sincerity of our love. There are some, naturally, and I was that way some time back, naturally there are there are people who are stingy. Stingy ni... Stingy ni... Kunyimana, right? You don't easily give. But the opposite is generosity. Opposite is generosity. So the only thing is to choose which side I fall. Should I... Do I want to live as a stingy man? Or do I want to live like as a rich? Not a rich man, as a generous man. And again, generosity is a gift of the holy... Spirit. In the Bible, it's written. Is it Romans chapter 12? It's a gift. Actually, it's being a, if you, your gift is generous, then give generously. But I'm calling each one of us, yes, with or without, we should strive our level best to move from being stingy. Stingy is in a normal occasion, every giving that has happened, rarely do you find your heart giving. Every. You can even attest not only in the church, but even in the village. At a, leave alone at a, the opportunities come to give, like mutu wamekufa kwa ploti, so kuna hiyo picha hake meweko kwa get, kuna pita uki, angusha kitu. Yani hata hiyo haupatispete. Ama birthday ya mtoto, mealiko, mtoto wako wa meali, sasa ntani yako wako wamekua na birthday. Hata witi watu, like stingy. 
Yani you are beyond help. Because your heart is not into giving. Mtoto wako akialikwa anaenda. Kwanza unamhutarisha haraka haraka aende mapema. Mapema haikuwezekana pia unapita hapo kuuliza kama umemaliza. So that you also get a share. Are you the way you go? Have you finished? No, no, I'm just coming. Uh, oh yeah, Asante, Asante, you get and go home. You go home. But now when your turn comes Anyway, our giving reflects the sincerity of our love. Giving generously or generous giving equals generous love. Verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become might become rich. When it comes to the grace of giving, Jesus is the ultimate example because he made the ultimate sacrifice. We had a great need. We were sinners and we needed a savior. And Jesus left the riches of heaven. He left everything and came here to die for us. In another verse he says he emptied or in the in the book of Philippians chapter 2 he became humble that even us could have life. I don't know why he decided to become poor. But from this reading so that even us can enjoy his riches. Friends, when Jesus died for us on the cross, it was an opportunity for us to see that huge love from him. For us now to begin to learn to increase in the grace of giving he came to forgive our sins so that us can be able to forgive others that's where we draw it and that's what we always say if you have no relationship with jesus christ even the art of forgiveness you have no idea even the art of living by grace you have no idea so it starts with us accepting him as lord and savior he became poor that you can be rich and that's why the music team will always sing light of the world you came down from heaven in some part it talks of because of all this you became poor that we can be rich in that state what is best for us and what is best for the corinthians as paul is urging them we have very many things that are going on as we begin to excel in the grace of giving there are projects within your life within the church within the community it is easy i can tell you i don't sit at that table but i know it is easy for people to tell mr combo who heads the giving and love offering uh, department that we gave in the first place bona wengine nao hawafanyi nini hawatoi it's easy right why are others not giving <laughs> we gave for the axe project so let's say i don't know kama imeisha but let's say Uh, Gong Road, we need to boost them. And some, oh, no, we gave when we had 1.2. We gave. But the idea is still there. So the point is, the idea is, we have to strive our level best. When we began enthusiastically towards giving to the needy in COVID-19, donating our clothes, 
our food. We have to complete it until we are now behind, it's now behind us. We say, now each one of us, we've tugged along and we are walking along each other. We have to finish what we started. And that's what Paul is saying in verse 10 and 11. He says this, And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. Now here, the Corinthians had been the first to contribute to the project when it started. They were the first to give and even the first to have the desire to give. It would have been easy for them to say, we already did our part, and so we don't have to take it now. But Paul is urging them now. He's encouraging them that they can also have a different attitude. Yes, we gave in the first place, but the project is not yet finished. Can we push it a little more until we say it's done? That is what Paul is encouraging the Corinthians to do. That yes, you have to do this. Because you began, it is worthy finishing it. In verse 13, that's what he says. But as he tells them so, he is also reminding them that also get not of your what? Know that you can give from what you have. Simple. You cannot give what you don't have. Kama hauna, hauna. So don't see that you had few and you are collecting at ifike ijae diopeleke. No. From that, you have that time. Just give it. Just donate it. That's what he says here. You can't give what you don't have. But each one of us can give from what we do have. Those who have little are not able to give as much as those who have more. And those who have more are able to give far more than those who have little. And God says, that's okay. And that's how it should be. Those who collected more manna and those who collected small, when they came together, it was shared equally amongst everybody. And that's it. And that's what brings contentment. You have more, you have little. When you give, it balances everybody. And we become equal in the eyes of God. And there again, we also kill any element of stratification. That is, maybe you say, huyu ametoa mingi, ama huyu ametoa kidogo. But we have to give as per the measure we have. So Corinthians 16, 1-2 says, eh? Now about the collection for, for God's people. Do what I told the Galatians churches to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income. Saving it up so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. Each one of us, it is just a portion that you carry for yourself. Each one of us, give it out. And we are not talking about the, the money that you're giving. No, it can be clothes, it can be. So long as you are excelling in this grace of giving from the means or from what you have, so that you fail. Not to look at what others are giving in more, but you look at what God has enabled you to give. Like the man, the widow that uh, pastor talked about. She gave all she had. Like the lady who gave one coin. She gave what she had. Not like Ananiah and Sapphira, who the Holy Spirit killed in the church. Because they thought they were giving all they had. Not that way, no. Actually, they died there and there. 
That's the bad thing for lying to the Holy Spirit. More so in the household of God. Finally, finally, the blessing you give to others will finally be replenished. The blessing you give to others will finally be replenished. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need because the goal is equality. And that's what we learn from Matthew or Luke. The same, same measure you give, the same, same measure you receive. But that's not the motive. That we give so that in turn we shall get more. No. In these COVID times, I can tell you people have learned much. Now those who had, they had helped before now became a blessing to them. That is it here. That whatever you bless others with, you will be replenished. Praise the Lord. The art of giving is about the heart and not the wallet. So let us all embrace a heart that can be able to be a blessing to each one of us. If you find, I, I was glad one person, let me just give this testimony. Because we also, this, this season, actually last month was a month that God put people in our lives to be a blessing to us when our mom was admitted as Sinai Hospital. And I remember, I even texted the person. Someone sent me money in my Mpesa. And previously we had talked and he had someone in the hospital. So I texted and said, I know this is a big sacrifice for you. You've sacrificed for me. Even when you know that there is someone your kin is in hospital. And you just not only send one, one shilling, you send 3,000. Now that, you your message. <laughs> I also got added to another group. Yeah, someone who was sick in Kisumu. Asa nikauliza. Nikaduma inbox. Hai, banata mimi ni shida. Hata mimi ni shida. I'm actually trusting God for finances. Do you know, after just sending that text, na nikajaribu kufuta kisimi kakata imkahangi, imagine. Like, you know, the way you want to delete ndio, utume tu. I remember someone had sacrificed for me. So immediately, little water before I sent something small to that healing, to, to that uh, um, account. And uh, the text I received was, yes, even after I read your text, I began praying for you. But thanks for also standing with. That's it. Because my heart couldn't just stay there. and That's it. But God has given us, all of us, an opportunity to partake of this grace of giving. Praise the Lord. Mungu wa bariki sana. Karibu mchungaji.